Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little. I'm here today with the 136th episode of Weekly Poker Hand. I want to thank you all for being here with me today. Today, I have a hand from a $500 buy-in tournament that I recently played. Folds around to me in the hijack seat. I opened a 500 at 100, 200 with Ace-King. Ace-King's obviously great. And folds around to a straightforward player in the big blind who calls. This guy was not doing anything out of line, just playing pretty ABC poker. Flop comes ace, jack, eight. I have ace, king. There are two diamonds on the flop. My opponent checks. I bet 750 into this 1,300 chip pot. I think this is a fine bet size. I could maybe even go a little bit larger given we are very deep. So I could see betting bigger being okay, but yeah, whatever. We do this size. I think a 1,000 may be a little bit closer to ideal because there are a lot of draws available. And if my opponent's probably going to call with a lot of hands that have any amount of equity, like a jack or an eight or a straight draw or flush draw, etc. So there's a lot that can call me. And when there's a lot that can call you, you typically want to be betting on the bigger side. Turn is a five. Offsuit five. This is great. Our opponent checks again. And this is a spot where I think a lot of amateur players either bet huge because they don't want to get outdrawn, or they check because they're scared of getting check-raised. And I think both of those plays are vastly inferior to just making a somewhat standard-ish bet size of about 2,000 into the 2,800 pot. Because here, you have to realize, I'm trying to get called, right? I don't want my opponent to fold, because when my opponent folds, he's folding out a jack or an eight or a bad ace. And that's kind of a disaster. So... I'm not really concerned with protecting my hand. I'm more so concerned with getting value from the worst made hands. So in this scenario, I think we just need to continue betting about two-thirds pot. I bet 1,800. Again, I'd probably prefer a tiny bit bigger, but that doesn't matter so much. My opponent does call, and we get a river that is an offsuit four. So really exactly what we're hoping for. We pretty much only lose here to ace five and ace four. I think a lot of straightforward players check raise ace jack and ace eight on the flop. Also, if he had jack eight or jacks or eights, he'd probably raise. If he had pocket fives, he'd probably fold. So we're not worried about that. We also lose to seven six of diamonds, but that's pretty unlikely. So in this scenario, we have the best hand almost every time. So I'm certainly going to value bet. And the question then becomes, how far down do I value bet? I think a lot of amateur players, again, do not make this, do not bet in this scenario often enough. They off, they'll usually think, well, I probably have the best hand, but if I bet, I would hate to get raised. But you have to ask yourself, am I really getting raised here very often at all by a straightforward player? I think the answer is just no. I mean, the vast majority of the time, the straightforward guy is either going to have a weaker ace or a jack. So knowing that, whenever you bet Andy calls, I mean. So knowing that, how much should we be value betting? I don't think we need to go too big. If we go too big, like 5,000, he may start folding out all the jacks and maybe even some of the aces, which is exactly what we don't want. And if we bet too small, like... 1,000 or 2,000, I think we leave some money on the table. So I think something like a half pot bet in this scenario is going to be pretty nice, maybe a little bit bigger than half pot. I think that size can realistically get called by a lot of worse hands. So I do go for 4,000 into the 6,400 pot. I think this is nice. And I would probably make this exact same value bet with ace queen and ace 10. I think once you get down to like ace nine or ace seven, I think then it's a little bit too unlike it's a little bit too likely that your opponent has a better hand. Like if I have ace six, for example, my opponent could have ace nine or ace ten, and I could be going for a little bit too thin of value. Um, so I'd probably either check those hands or maybe just have a smaller bet size with some of those hands. But 
then we start getting out of line and trying to exploit our opponent's tendencies. But uh, I, I think as our ace gets weaker, we should be value betting less often. But with ace-king and ace-queen, I think this is a very, very clear value bet. And really with ace-10, because a lot of straightforward players three-bet ace-king, ace-queen, and ace-jack preflop. So with ace-10, I'm losing to the pretty much the same range that I'm losing with to this ace-king. So uh, I, you should always put yourself in my shoes in these scenarios and ask yourself, would I actually value bet in this scenario with ace-10? And I think a lot of amateur players don't. They get afraid. They they are just happy to roll it over, see who wins. And making this 4,000 bet here is going to be very profitable to hand like ace-king. And with ace-10, it's still going to be pretty profitable. So I think this is a, a very nice spot to bet. It is important to note that this is actually near the bottom of my value betting range because I'm also value betting all two pairs. And notice I could have pretty much all of them. I'm also value betting all sets and I could have pretty much all those as well, besides, I guess, fives or fours. So ace-10 is probably near the bottom of my value betting range. So it's not like I'm just value betting anything. We are being somewhat stringent with our value betting range. Value betting range. If I am going to be balanced in this spot, I'm also going to be bluffing with a lot of my busted draws. And um, I probably would use the same sizing because I, I do think a jack's going to fold to this some portion of the time. And especially if I had a bad draw, I would bet. If I had something like the king high draw, I'd probably check behind. Um, Queen high draws and worse, I'd probably be bluffing, though. So anyway, that's what I'm doing in this spot. I do bet 4,000 on the river. We do get called. And we're good. Ace 7. So I didn't watch this hand before I reviewed it. But it's kind of interesting that the opponent did have exactly one of the hands that I said was right along the cusp, right? Where I said I would probably be value bet. I probably would not value bet ace nine. So I was one hand off from what, what my opponent exactly had. But this is not shocking. He's going to have this hand a lot of the time. Do realize though, our opponent's also going to have ace four some portion of the time and we're going to lose. But notice there are way more ace twos, ace threes, ace sixes and ace sevens and ace nines and ace tens than there are ace fours and ace fives and ace eights. So... This is a spot where you just have to be willing to go for value. And this may be like poker 101 for some people, but for other people, they just never go for this value bet. And if you look at a lot of the players who play $500 buy-in tournaments or $1, $2 live no limit, they either bet way too big with this ace-king so they don't get value from the ace-7, or they don't go for three marginally, marginal-sized streets of value or medium-sized streets of value. So that's going to be it for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Again, thank you very much for being here. I'll be back next week with another episode.